2017. Two complete strangers with flex time on their hands meet at a Simpsons trivia night outside of Boston. Together with their powers, they created the Frosted Side Podcast. Their mission, these two hosts join forces with a guest to review an episode of their favorite cartoon, as well as a cereal chosen by the guests themselves, and eat it on air. Radical! Their mission as listener is simple. Okay. Don't touch that dial. Grab a seat in front of the TV, but not too close. And don't pick at the marshmallows, because here comes the frosted side with the Daves, Dave Morrison and Dave Lindquist. With the Mario Brothers and Plumbing's a game. We're not like the others who get all the fame. If your sink is in trouble, you can call us on the double. We're faster than the others, you'll be hooked on the brothers. Yeah, hey oh, everybody, welcome to oh, welcome to our episode of the Frosted Side. Oh, <laughs> welcome good, to the man. episode. Yeah, we get a little bonus extra Frosted Side for those of you who are like, wait, there's still a podcast called the Frosted Side? I know, I oh, know, this is no. most of my fault. I'm oh, just no, uh, no, no. Me and the no, children no. are perpetually sick, though. Though you've been bu- you've been busy yourself now lately, Dave. I, I actually want to touch base on that. How's yep. school? Well, back, first off, back to school. Welcome to the Frosted Side. Welcome back. I am J. David Morrison, along with Dave Linquist. It has been such a long time. Dave, you have been a busy man, busy being sick. Oh, gosh. Oh, man. I've had my first year. I was telling Dave this uh, off mic the other day. Uh, man, this is my first year infection, at least since college. It feels like a thing kids get. School buses, my kids constantly get them, but ear infection like massive cold i i did a count the other day and i think i have been sick either five or six times since late february and my kids have that because i have not caught everything they've had so it's uh yeah we're looking at like maybe eight colds between the two of them it's just mm. it's non-stop which uh is, is not speaking well to my vacation time and pto i have stacked up over the course of the year so. and NyQuil doesn't cut it anymore. Oh man, no, I can't sleep. The kid, the kids are up all night. Could be something like that. So, oh my yeah. god, but, yeah, I know that small storage shed you guys have down there in Newton. <laughs> you make it sound uh, fancier than it is. You, your place. I've been to your place. We've recorded at your place. Remember, it's a lot fancier than my place. Mine's a. <laughs> mine i don't know if you ever saw the episode uh in the simpsons in the later years sideshow bob gets out of prison and he tries to he tries to rebuild his life and he ends up living in a storage shed with gill and that's pretty <laughs> much my place it's just a door a bedroom oh, yeah. but it's wicked cheap and a bunch of books and bills and maybe some cereal boxes because I have a friend of mine uh, staying up here. For those of you who uh, are fam- unfamiliar with Lowell, we have this uh, festival, the Town and the City Festival. We actually saw a couple of great artists, Buffalo Tom, Rhett Miller, last night. Oh, wow. And my friend Robbie, who's uh, possibly going to make an appearance 
depending on whether or not he's uh, still around, but he's covering this. Uh, he's a freelance journalist. You've seen some of his work probably around Dig Boston, the Providence Journal, uh, great music and arts writer. Check out his work online, Robbie, and I'll spell that for you. It's right here. It's a very, very, it's D-U-G-A, no, I, I, I always misspell it. It's Rob, D-U-G-U-A-Y. And he was one of the last reporters to ever interview Bob Saget before his untimely death. I oh, wow. think we talked about this off air. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We needed to mention that earlier. If he comes back in, a bit, well, Howard Buffalo Tom, I've seen them like accidentally a half dozen times. On That's point as usual. Always playing. Yeah. Well, we were watching uh, Well, a lot of people. Well, Scott and Bill Janovitz, the Janovitz brothers, who who are basically Buffalo Tom, uh, they were checking their phones in between sets on the Bruins. Oh, <laughs> should we go there? Oh, man. Well, I, I'm okay now that the Celtics have gotten out of the first round. Well, they need to make a tough. layup. They need to go into the paint and learn how to make a simple layup. Oh, man. It's as simple as that. I, I get it more in hockey. Uh, we're dating ourselves here, but yeah. Playoff time, stress time. I, oh. I somehow, I, I'm not interested in it at all, but I somehow suck myself into watching a bunch of the uh, NFL draft the other day. I'm like, why am I into this? I just had to pull away from like actual competition. Like, all right, this is something. Hmm. Well, I understand. I didn't, I, I didn't get a chance to watch the NFL draft, but it's all over my feed. In all honesty, I've been kind of busy with my own life, and I know that it has been a minute, but we always say that there's always going to be intervals and kind of gaps for the show, and I think people expect that by now because we have busy lives, but we try to do as much as possible. Uh, I've been busy myself. I've been uh, closing out the semester of my MBA program at the University of Massachusetts here at Lowell. Yes, the UMass Lowell and just finished up one of my final thesis papers for my situational management course. R yeah, River Hawks, is that the mascot that you mess low? Do I have that's that right? Oh, River Hawks, yeah. yeah. No, you've got a, we've got a hockey East battle going on at the process side. Nate Linquist, Mr. There, Northeastern, yeah. and me, the River Hawks. Yep. Imagine if we were, if I went to Boston University, we'd have a beanpot battle. <laughs> oh, man. So are you in finals mode now, or I'm out of finals mode. That was it. Nice. Uh, I term papers done. Uh, we had no final exam. It was just all final papers, um, and that's pretty much it. I'm I'm teaching. Well, I'm a paraprofessional to be exact. I won't yeah. say which district, uh, but it's it's been wild. Yeah, the kids, the kids there. I gotta give them credit. They you know when when they're not hooked uh, hooped up on on talkies. You know those, you know those chips. Oh, oh, talk! I thought you were talking about like early non-silent film. Oh, they're watching the talkies. No, if my students were able to T -A -K -I -S, do that, T A K I S. I think no, I they would you, actually. No. Like, oh, it's not the nineteen twenties. Okay. If if my kids were studying silent film, then we—that's a special type of American educational excellence, right there. If if eleven year old kids are studying silent film from from the the nineteen twenties and that whole period, no, I'm talking about the chips. These they're these blue takis. They're kind of like Cheetos, but they're blue. 
and they're spicy like apparently. Up, yeah, those things. And these tasty, kids, yeah. uh, and and we've talked about OCD on this program, especially when it comes to certain types of texture and cereal. Uh, what what one of the kids I I, I was dealing with said. Um, she was talking about Takis, and she said that she hated Takis because they're gross. The the residue gets on her fingers, and the, they smell gross. I think it's like a rolled up like corn chip kind of thing, right? Like like a pretty much, burrito yeah. that's yeah, but very 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 spicy. And yeah. we're uh, so my my admin we're we're dealing putting out fires, and basically we're just laughing and talking about how disgusting it is and how these kids can put that crap in their bodies but then i think to myself this is the frosted side where <laughs> cartoons and cereals collide and look at the crap we put into our bodies right. on this program oh man oh uh, yeah, yeah. I, uh, do you get i i can't believe i've never asked you this but uh -huh. do you get like friends of yours sending weird you pictures of weird cereals they found or be like Hey, I I saw this thought. Of Actually, you. yeah, all the time. Uh, the best one, um, uh, somebody I know very well. He, him, and his wife were in Portugal, and they sent me a box of. It wasn't a box. It was actually a wall decorated with all the cereals in Europe. Oh, that's awesome! It's in Portugal, and they do a lot of traveling. Him, um, uh, him and his wife. So yeah, that I I do get all the weird shit. But I yeah, like my, it. My my brother in law the other day sent me like an article. Uh, you know, Icy's like the drink, like the Icy. Oh, of course. Like the drink will have it like Ecto movie yeah, whatever. Yeah. I, I guess I guess Kellogg's is putting out an Icy cereal that's uh, oh, that, either okay. out now or like due to come out. So that that so, might be so one we'll actually have so to. So Kellogg's pick up is a trying to win us back, is what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. Basically. Okay. All right. Well, we'll have to give it a try. You know, that's I'm what open. I'm thinking. Yeah, we'll, Track do, it we'll down. do a special episode about that because nothing uh, – it goes great because with with the Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem, because I used to have the Ninja Turtles high-C ecto-cooler ecto when I was a kid. Oh, that was the classic. best time for lunch. Yeah. There was a big uh, thing on the internet for a while about, like, people attempting to recreate that. I guess they have another flavor uh, that still exists, if high-C even still exists, orange – orange no, lava do, burst is like close but not quite and they they lost the branding on ecto cooler and oh yeah i read about that it's yeah no but they still have I, it, yeah i think they did lose the branding now that you think of it uh i gotta go to uh target and see if they still have some of those high seas although i don't think much anymore when you go into the market you used to see the high seas everywhere now it's all earth juice it's yeah. branded earth juice it's even though it's the same goddamn ingredients it's just a different branding. It's to make people yeah. feel good about themselves. Parents who make decisions about what to put in to their children's lunchbox. We're in that yeah. era instead of just having a fucking good time. <laughs> I digress. Well, I mean, <laughs> I digress. <laughs> Dave speaks as someone who has not had to deal with a sugared up child late at night. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Wait, oh wait, wait a minute. God. You don't think I, 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 well, when I go home at the end of the day, when I leave at 245, I don't have to deal with the sugar, although you know I, I still wouldn't mind being, being a dad, and I understand the risks of getting your kid all hopped up on goofballs and shit like that. But holy, oh, it is crazy! It is oh. so. 
do they climb up onto the windows a sill or anything like that or do they yeah, climb yeah on like the... back, back standing up on the back of the couch <laughs> yeah no get off the couch you're gonna hurt yourself yep very Been much there. the uh the uh going back to the simpsons the uh lisa i'm the lizard queen type moment of uh, duff gardens or whatever. oh see now i would love to have a, a uh our kids act like the uh, uh, lisa at, at, at duff gardens after she drinks the water <laughs> i would love for that shit to happen but you know it was interesting because we have gym class and uh one of the gym teachers uh slash uh, pe teachers health teachers whatever she is uh doing track and field and i used to do cross country uh, discus shot put um, winter and spring so I can I can still do the spin move when I do the discus and oh, uh, nice. these are these are not regulation size discs for anybody that ever did discus for anybody who is over the age of 18 these are for very light discus so I, yeah. I'm like doing the spin move and I throw onto the field it's like almost 130 feet and I'm like yeah, yeah I still got it and then I realized that was the lightest shit I've ever thrown, Dave. <laughs> are they are they like hard rubber? It's like like a little yeah, hard puck, rubber. Basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. We do the hard rubber. We're not doing the the metal. We used to uh, for because they're in middle school. It's a safety issue. But um, yeah. although I think most high schools now they just do the rubber. Anyways, yeah. with both because I mean we when we did track and field we used when we did the shot put these were the heavy. Oh, I remember heavy. those things. Uh, oh. Yeah. Did you ever do that in high school? Did you do that? Yeah. For, yeah. Oh. I mean, JV at best, even as a senior, you know, never, never, never to any level of success. But yeah, exact okay. same sports, cr cross country for, uh, for fall, and then um, spring. I don't think I did a winter sport usually. Well, basketball, freshman year, and then I can see you doing basketball. I never then, did. Ba uh, I mean, the close. Yeah, that's. I yeah, did some throwing did... stuff in track, but that's about it. Uh, I did soccer until I was about 13 or 14, and then I uh, did rugby for a little bit, but mostly track and field was my sport. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I I threw it, and I was like, I still got it. And then I'm like, I'm dunking on 13-year-olds. This yeah. is the greatest opportunity yeah. that anyone can ever have. I mean, I did play <laughs> basketball. I did rain threes on some of these kids. You know how these kids that are little shits and so forth sometimes. Nobody's going to hear this. Well, they are. Kids can be little shits. Well, they are. I'm going to say it one more time. Kids can be <laughs> Wait, who said that? You're Dave. the one giving yourself editing work here. <laughs> they won't know who I am until they hear this podcast. <laughs> but anyway no well, my you know kids, off in me. all seriousness are you laughing or are you just coughing laughing uh, cough, both mostly coughing. okay you're coughing laughing aren't you oh uh, you've got the coughing laughing hybrid going on right there you all right buddy get some water yep yeah uh day four, 13 of this cold i think Oh man, that's too bad. I'm sorry to hear that. Fortunately, I've been there. I mean, so my sister, my sister and her kid, um, they are never sick. They are never sick. I don't get it. They're just is the kid in daycare? He's in daycare and he's not really? sick. Wow. And uh, although I think the dad, I think my brother-in-law got sick. Uh, but besides that, but you know, 
no, my buddy Jack, he's he's doing doing pretty well. You know, he's a year old and he's already starting to wave bye to people. Already, and he's got his wow. And he's way and he's already got his first haircut. My son hasn't. His hair is wild now. Are you gonna let you're gonna do the mullet thing with him? I, I don't know how long we'll let we'll let it grow. I'm starting to get people like pushing us, being like, you know, you really need to cut his hair, which just makes me not want to do it now. Uh oh, you're gonna be that parent, the rebellious yeah, we'll one. See. The nonconformist parent. Well, you kinda are, you and Jess. Yeah. I don't know. You know about to that. a degree. I mean we we actually it's weird. We have a I, I work with a teacher who looks almost exactly like you and he wants to start a podcast on education, so they're picking huh? my brain up there at the district that I work at. And that's pretty much been my entire life. Comedy, um, been put on the back burner uh, and yeah. along with this podcast because uh, it's hard to balance out being a responsible adult with the fun things that you do. Uh, and I, how... I'm in Dave Linquist's world now. Oh, man. It's, yep. yeah. Yeah. I'll watch a... Uh, like five minute video on YouTube about playing a video game, but never actually have the time to play a video game. Like stuff like that is just yeah. Oh, you're at right that now. point. You're living vicariously through watching other not people not play watching Call someone not no 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 <laughs> not watching act someone actually play it. But oh man, they've got me. No no, I know out. what you're my, talking about because I've seen it my online. algorithm. It with Mario Brothers, they put which we're gonna get into today, and you know, sorry yeah. to leave everybody hanging. Super Mario Brothers movie we're going to review and compare it to the 1980s TV show and the video game. I know exactly what you're talking about, you know, what you watch. You watch you're not watching somebody play the video game, but you're watching a video if I'm if I reckon. Yeah, so the thing they've like figured me out with their algorithm and I'm like weirded out by how many shows like this exist. You know, like um, a cable show like American Pickers, those two guys who like, oh, sure, yeah. go around like finding like gas cans at yard yeah, sales. Yeah, the Picker and, Sisters. Like, motorcycle I, I've stuff seen those like shows, that. yeah. There is like this YouTube version of something like that where like a couple people wander around to like thrift stores, yard sales and find like old video games and then like wax nostalgically about them and like clearly i'm like a sucker for nostalgia like huh uh, the theme uh -huh. of this podcast or whatever but mm -hmm. there are probably six of those shows that have gotten recommended to me in the last month or two uh. and i'm like ah, i'm not another one of these and then i find myself sitting there watching it for five ten minutes i'm like oh yep they figured me out this is apparently my form of entertainment now <laughs> <laughs> well that is so strange because i've been going down a historical rabbit hole of historical pictures from across the world because i'm a history mm -hmm. buff just on principle alone and my my favorite pastime as an adult is i, I and I'm, i know that all the famous actors of their period argued against colorization but i'm a huge fan of taking black and white pictures and colorizing them on the internet and yeah. there's no rhyme or reason for me to do that i have uh, the colorize app on my on my phone and i i it takes me a minute and i know it, the the color contrast is always off because it's cheap but it, it's cool. It gives you an idea, at least, of what it, it's supposed to look like, depending on the picture. But it helps me. It helps me identify what people in that era actually look like. And to even go down further, the rabbit hole. I I recall go looking at San Francisco in the 1930s 
It's almost looked like the way they edit it now, Dave, it's yeah. almost like it was shot yesterday. I'm like, why am I seeing a 1945 Hudson in this modern day picture? And why does everybody yeah. look like they're in the ringer washer age? Right. It's it's jarring how much more real it feels. And just a simple switch like that is like, oh, I understand these as actual people now. There's there's something like removal wise with that like degree of se some separation with it being in black and white. But yeah, I, I totally get what you're saying. It's like, oh, I like can conceptualize and like even like empathize with these people more like, oh, I understand it now that it looks like my world that kind of thing yeah exactly it humanizes it because uh when you watch i don't know if you ever do this or anybody ever does this out there but you ever watch a, a an old black and white picture and, and you really really get the idea that because of the audio because of the frames by uh per second and the technology that they actually all talk like that it's probably not even the way it's just the the way that they were shot. You know what? I think it's just the dialogue. The It seems like it's a lot faster. Like, so how you doing there, pal? They don't yeah, really. I'm a, I think we've already established I'm a big fan of the talkies. Oh, yeah. I'm a huge <laughs> fan of the talkies. Yes. Talkie, talkie. <laughs> All right. You want to get into it? Yeah, so I, I mean, I guess this is just kind of loose format wise here. You want to kind of get into the topic you pitched? Yeah, here? so let's. Uh, so uh, for those of us who uh, know what the frosted side on, uh, fr frosted side is on, <laughs> who for it's Saturday morning. I'm a wee bit tired. I've got the um, the post rock and roll fun stuff hanging over in is, my brain is this our first ever actual saturday morning record of our saturday morning themed show i, feel I think like it there's is for the first time that. yeah that's kind of yeah, cool that is kind of cool all right so for those of uh for for those of you who have stuck with the frosted side through thick and thin you know we normally have a guest on they pick their favorite episode of a cartoon that they watched as a kid back in the 1980s or 90s or whatever, and then they pick a serial and we try it on the air. Um, given um, the circumstances of the past couple of years with the pandemic and so forth, we've kind of had to modify the program. So the format-wise, we're just kind of we just kind of loose talk about anything nostalgic, anything indirectly related to Saturday morning, and what better way to kick off this? Saturday morning, Saturday morning cartoon episode, then with the review of the Super Mario Brothers movie in theaters now, starring Chris Pratt and Jack Black. And we're going to get into Peaches in a second. I'm sure you have your opinions. <laughs> Would you like to opine, sir? Yeah, I uh, I really enjoyed it. I saw it with uh, my daughter. It's only our uh, second ever time going to a movie together, and she's so good that she sits right through the whole thing you know stays quiet uh we've uh we did the have the popcorn and stuff delivered right to your seat type theater so it felt oh, fancy. Yeah, uh, she was very excited about that so i'm gonna go off on a ask a really strange question that i'm sure nobody's ever asked you know uh do you do you think people sneak pop smart food popcorn into the movie theater or do they would they prefer paying for the popcorn i've never known somebody to do something like that but i'm sure there's somebody out there who would sneak store brand popcorn into the movie theater oh that's it's just, interesting 
I've snuck I've, nobody's everything ever asked but that popcorn question, except me. I'm, I'm pretty sure. I I've snuck like all sorts of candy in before, and like as much as like a can of soda or something like that. But actually going to get the popcorn in, like I think that's a bit of a task. Like you need like a backpack or something to do that. But uh, yeah, I'm no. sure there are people out there who attempt it. I'm sure, but why? I mean, I'm not a popcorn eater on principle, but if I'm going to have popcorn, at least do the goddamn movie theater popcorn because there's a certain type of smell that can't be replicated. With yeah, but you're also paying like 12 bucks food. for a bag of popcorns. <laughs> right, exactly. But uh, um, go on. Huh. That, that was another one of my, my special Morrison, you know, random thoughts. Yeah, no, I have but lots like. Of those. <laughs> yes, lots of them. you do, Dave. Yes. Yes, I do. Um, <laughs> yeah so the, you saw it you saw it with yeah uh, with lucy yeah she liked it a lot um i thought it was exactly what it should be like if you were if you were going to be like okay i want to make a good super mario brothers movie entertaining little bit of humor to it does um sticks to all the characters you know it doesn't doesn't mess with them like the way the 90s one did with like you know kind of breaking the story up and and it was very um but i thought it was kind of i know i think you're going to disagree with me not to tip your head but uh Mm -hmm. very kind of middle of the road like kind of it was good you know there was not a lot to the story that was like innovative or any way or you know particularly unusual just kind of I don't know, an enjoyable, fun movie, you know, nothing particularly special to it, but I, I think I wasn't necessarily looking for something special, and well, I think it potentially sets up a, uh, oh, I'm afraid of this, but like an, uh, uh, an NCU going forward, I think we're going to get a Nintendo Cinematic Universe, this movie's almost grossed like a billion dollars, like we're, we're going to get more of these movies soon. I think it might be establishing something like that. And like 10 years from now, we'll have the like Smash Brothers, like Avengers, like movie where all the movies come together and all the characters are in something like I I see this being the next version of something like that. Do you understand? You cannot see because we're not doing a live stream. We don't normally do live streams anyway. But uh, if if we were, you would see me getting excited like Homer Simpson bringing the hose up the rear when he's going to get Willie's grease. When he the when the tube is moving, <laughs> that's how excited I am about a Nintendo MCU, right? NCU Nintendo Cinematic Universe. I I'm there for it. I mean, shit. I'll even do a Sega uh, a SCU, although that would probably be a little more difficult, to be honest with you. But I'm there for either or. I I would definitely see Donkey Kong. The um. <laughs> well, I mean. That was one. There was a lot of Donkey Kong in this movie. There was Diddy Kong. Diddy Kong was yeah. in there. Like, yeah. the The only complaint I'm seeing from like your hardcore fanboys or like, oh, they messed with this mythology or that kind of thing, was the Donkey Kong stuff. Apparently, ooh, okay, the Cranky Kong, the old one in it in the games, is Donkey Kong's grandfather. And then this movie specifies that he's his son. So there's some, like, there's one level of removal well, Grant, there that, like, the nerds are upset with. Well, I'm going to stop you there because some, you know, he could be both grandparents, unfortunately. And this is sad. And it's a sad thing, but I also have respect for it because there are grandparents who, unfortunately, do have to do double duty as being both a parent and a grandparent. 
So you never know. You never know the backstory. It could be – maybe uh, – you... or, or here's <laughs> You the worried me there. I thought you were going incest among Donkey Kong characters. No, into that. no, no. Like he I'm could be both. I'm like, no, James, you don't say it. system subculture. <laughs> now I'm really getting philosophical. But that's just me on days at NY. <laughs> okay, so – Here's 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 my theory on that. It's um, to all you fanboys out there, consider that it could be uh, Cranky Kong could be Cranky Kong Junior. How about that? And then Cranky Kong, the grandfather, father. It goes down. It could be Cranky Kong, Cranky Kong Junior, and then Donkey Kong. That's how family trees work. That would. So apparently, with the video games, did I just kill an back... argument online? I no, hope no, I no, 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 no. Because if you if you go to the to this makes sense actually. If, like the canon of the video games is apparently in the original Donkey Kong, that Donkey Kong is Cranky Kong, and then Donkey Kong Junior, his son, is the father of the Donkey Kong you know from like Donkey Kong Country on, who's actually oh, of course, like, yeah, the no, third I know, Donkey I used to play Kong that all the to... time on sixty four. Oh, in fact, the graphics in the Super Mario Brothers, I think they do a nice homage to the game, a little bit, yeah. But it's yeah, all CGI, oh, there's a lot anyways, of that so stuff in there. Yeah. yeah, So I think you liked it even more than I do. So yeah, well, I want your take. Well, I, I didn't exactly love it, love it, but I thought it was something that could, like you said, maybe a Nintendo Cinematic Universe. I'm there for it. Uh, I I liked. Uh, I thought they did a little more. I I would have liked to have seen a lot more Yoshi. Maybe we'll get that in the in the sequel, uh, but I did not see Yoshi as much as i would have liked i saw them for the yoshis for a split second i would love to see what they will if they're going to do something with the yoshi because mario and yoshi go together like peanut butter and chocolate let's be honest and i i I think when i played super mario world all i can remember is just wanting to be on yoshi flying and and you know, you know when the game you would play the game, you, you hear the ding dong, da 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 da, and then you jump on Yoshi, and then you hear the bongos. That 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 shit got to me. I'll tell you that I felt that shit. <laughs> Absolutely. But, uh, yeah, I didn't see that in the film, unfortunately. Um, that was really the only disappointing thing. Uh, but it was more of an homage to Super Mario Brothers, the original two and three. Not as much Super Mario World that I would have liked to have seen, although they did do some of the ghosts uh, in that film uh, from Super Mario World. Oh, and a lot of the latest uh, no, stuff, they, like there's some Luigi's Mansion stuff in there. There, there was Luigi's Mansion stuff in there. Uh, you had uh, the Koopas, uh, and we're going to get into the most trending song in america right now (laughs) billboard hot 100 that's jack black baby plays bowser he is singing peaches just on the piano he's got a picture of princess toadstool because bowser is as we know a creep and which koopa i'm trying to figure out which koopa that was was that iggy koopa uh sitting with him on the piano Oh, there was one of them. Let me. Yeah, but because there were seven Koopas, and I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna look it up right now. Well, there was there, there was a there was a Ludwig von von Koopa who I mean yep. that would probably be most fitting, but. Uh, yep, there that oh that's right yeah but no I was thinking about that because he didn't have the hair this Koopa or maybe he did right. 
Let me look it up. Let me look all the Koopas up. Do, 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 do the Koopas. Koopas. Yep. Uh, there's actually a, an English beat group called the Koopas, but it's Koopas. The Koopas are coming. I'm trying to look up uh, Bowser Jr. There's Bowser Jr. Who I think now canonically is Bowser's only kid. The other Koopalings are somehow related to him, but not his children. Or... List of Koopas. Because <laughs> there was a list of... I know there was Wendy O. I, my, one of my favorites I remember from the, from the original video game was Wendy O. Koopa. I think they, she was taken from Wendy O. Williams from Wendy uh, and the Plasmatics. Uh, oh, it's really uh, funny if you group. go through the names like that. They're all like uh, musicians or uh, like uh, various public figures in some way or another, like Morton Koopa Jr. from Morton Downey Jr. The Koopa Links. The Koopa. Here are the Koopa Links. I got. I got the. I got it all up here. Come on, Mario Wiki. These are Bowser's minions in. We got it was Larry Morton. Ah, Morton. Wendy, Iggy, Roy, Lemmy, and Ludwig. So let me take a look. I think it might have been Iggy. Iggy. Was it Roy? Was it? It might have been Roy now that I think of it. Or Lem Roy or Lemmy sitting with him on the piano. I'm going to be thinking about this all day. I know. <laughs> Morton. Yeah, it was either Iggy or it was it was either Roy or Lemmy sitting with him at the Koopa uh, piano. I'm looking for the video now. Yeah, well, every well, it's it's trending on TikTok, it's trending on on social media, and it's in the Hot 100. So I'm pretty sure anybody listening is probably screaming <laughs> at us right now, not doing our don't, research, but whatever. Don't mind me sitting here watching it. No. You'll be watching it over and over again. But I just yeah, right? love the passion that Jack Black brings to the Koopa character. And you he really everybody was bitching and complaining about Chris Pratt's accent. When I went there, by the way, in the middle of the day, childless and sitting next to kids and this one mother who looked very perturbed that I didn't have a, a child with me, my nephew or anything like that. Uh, I was just there. <laughs> In the middle of the afternoon during during spring break, watching this film, and but the kids in the film, the kids in the theater, excuse me, they they loved it. They like eat the yes. Mario, eat a go, and they didn't care about Chris Pratt's accent. I don't even know where the rage came from regarding that. Was it just well, a it, disliking it's of Chris Pratt? Interesting, because I think I think it was before it came out. <laughs> Oh, I remember. Like, yeah, yeah, that's it what that's what I mean. Uproar, it, but it came as out soon as it was released, I think people are fine with him. Yeah, but that's this is what happens with people. They freak out over something that they don't even know is going to be shitty, and that's well, what I, we do I, best. So what I think it was more was like a complaint about the stunt casting it and putting a celebrity in when the guy who's when Mario, well, not an animated character, you know, being a video game character, you know, for the last, whatever, 25 years, it's been the same guy voicing him, uh, Charles Martinet, I think the voice of Mario yeah. is. So I think the complaint was more that, like, hey, this is, like, a character who already has a specific voice, and, yeah. you know, the guy's a good performer, and you're bringing in a celebrity just to draw more people to the movie. But yeah, I thought the performance was good and, you know, mild spoiler alert. 
they do bring Charles Martinet in early in, in the movie. Uh, actually, I think he shows up at another point, too, is that uh, I forget what they named the character. But there's a guy dressed almost exactly like Mario who's a bit older, who's at like a pizza place or some restaurant or something there at who has the actual voice of Mario from the cartoons. And he's playing uh, a video game called Jumpman, which was yep. uh, Mario's original name in the Donkey Kong game. So nice little shout out. And they, they were able to sneak uh, Charles Martinet yeah, in, into the movie. Well, and, and I, I thought that was a great homage because you, you pay homage, but you also have to understand all the fanboys and the purists out there. And this, this sucks, but... I don't think it's about your interests. It's about your little weird interests. It's about um, I, I don't want to say little and weird, but it, you know you want you you want nostalgia. But this is a different industry. This isn't you're producing the cartoon. Uh, we you got to bring in celebrity power, and Chris Pratt did the job that he was supposed to, and nobody complained. At least not yeah, me. It- it didn't pull me out at all. The The only voice, I think, in the entire movie that tripped me up a little bit was uh, Charlie Day initially as Luigi. I kept kind of picturing him because he's got – it was – You didn't like that? The, I thought that was cool. I like that. I, I liked it eventually, but I think his was the closest to his actual voice. He wasn't putting much more on than it. it. It was enough that, like, the first couple minutes of watching him was jarring enough that I was like, oh, that this is who is voicing that character. I didn't, like, slip right into it, but – it's a Mario movie. Who cares? Mm. You know, like I like the introduction of Spike. That 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 that, that oh, yeah. mover or whatever yeah. he was. He's yeah. kind of a dick, but um, at the end, um, you kind of like him. He just looks like every dude I know we know in in their forties and fifties that has that beard. That kind of that guy who looks like he's thinks he's twenty, but he's forty. Has well, has two or three kids. Yeah. Do you know what he's from? Uh, so that that that's an that's an actual Nintendo character from the game Wrecking Crew, which uh, I had as a kid, and uh, he looks almost just like Mario. Mm. Uh, and I, I think actually in the game, I think they might even say it's Mario at some point, and then like retroactively, they're like, "Oh no, this is this is Spike, not Mario." But he's got a little hat that says like Wrecking Crew. I I, I might have this wrong, but. I think in the original uh, Wrecking Crew game, it was Mario, and then oh, they okay. changed his name to Spike or something. It, it, it's like a little like inside shout that that's even like too deep for me to understand. But no, okay, let me no, take a look it. here. So, and, and, and I think it just further puts a nail in the coffin of the argument that N- Nintendo did not pay homage or, in terms of continuity, get it right. I think they got it re- right with this. Again, it's not supposed to be. Otto Preminger. It's supposed to be a kid's film, and it's supposed yeah. to be for kids at heart, and that's what we do on this program. We don't overthink. Well, at least I do. <laughs> <laughs> I might do a little but bit. Maybe, a, little, a little bit. No, it's... Uh, but I, I like the, the, the power of Peaches. I mean, the, uh, Peaches. <laughs> Did I say Peaches? Uh, princess. The Princess. And I, I definitely, definitely definitely love the message of how creepy they made bowser out to be and her and her reactions the princess and just how she and is so badass making really making was. luigi the character who needed rescuing was yep. a bit of a relief too yeah 
No, I, I was no, I, I, I thought it was great. It was perfect for the time, uh, and I think movies have really complemented the the change changing the animated films. They've complemented the changing landscape in America, in my opinion, and uh, you see it all the time with the Disney films and. You know, we're probably going to see this with the NCU, the Nintendo Cinematic Universe. I'm telling you, it's going to happen. Yeah, going back to D- uh, Diddy Kong, uh, before uh, before we come to the conclusion, uh, I got to say there there a little spoiler alert um, when Mario and Donkey Kong are in the <coughs> arena together, and Donkey Kong's thanking his his father, Cranky Kong, and then Cranky's like, "No, no, just just no, no." <laughs> yeah. Reminds me of every dad out there on the soccer field <laughs> or in the basketball court. Every teacher like, no, no, please. <laughs> every parent, every counselor, oh my god, every adult. I mean that there were some strong adult themes in there in the beginning when the father is talking to Mario about his career choices after they put the the ad out there for their super Mario brother brothers film. And, and then the father says, why do you, why do you bring in your brother Luigi down with you? I felt so bad for Mario there. You, you yeah. felt for him. You really did. You know, because you're, you're, you're at a certain age when you're trying to do something different and it doesn't work out right away. And everybody tells you why, why do that? I think there's parents who do that a lot with their adult children. It happens more often than you think. Yeah. I think it's born out of love, but in reality, it has the opposite effect. Yeah. Ah. Well, that hmm. was that was poignant. <laughs> yeah. No. Touching. Thank you. Um, <laughs> can I move in the exact opposite direction with Please, the next thing I wanted to you? talk about before we drop off? So I wanted to kind of try and tie this back to our uh, regular sort of premise and our our micro generational difference of being what like two three years apart in age i was wondering if you ever watched or remember the super mario brothers super show all day well captain it was one of the first uh memories on usa network i used to watch uh, captain lou albano yeah that if they had dug him up that would have been a that would have been kick-ass yeah yeah no 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 stay next time they do the the um hologram Maybe they put a hologram of Lou Albano. They juxtaposed him. <laughs> I did the, like uh, how they used the song from it at the very beginning of the movie in the oh, uh, yeah. in the Mario Brothers commercial. And uh, the uh, okay, the one other connection to our show I uh, wanted to mention. I know they've done various Mario serials over the years and whatnot. Yeah. And I never had it as a kid, but I vaguely remember being on the shelf in the. Like late 80s maybe 89 there was the cereal on the shelves called the nintendo cereal system you might not remember this oh i, I, I it, remember no my mom was, tried to get it for me i didn't want it <laughs> yeah well it was a for strange some reason one. i was, didn't it was a split box down the middle and it was like the mario cereal on one side and the zelda cereal on the other side of the box i, I think nerds might have done this with the cereal box too but just an odd little thing Nerds do odd little things all the time. <laughs> oh, do. I meant the cereal, but oh. the uh, candy, but I I oh. have not ever have never tried that, but I, I think I remember my mom offering that as a kid, and for some reason I turned her down when we went yeah. to Demolis <laughs> back in the I, de- back in the day. 
I'm going to eBay be the old we could get a box I'm for. Not sure. Anyway, well, I'm very impressed. Um, it wasn't it wasn't supposed to be the greatest film, but I, I had fun. And uh, word word to the wise: if you don't have kids, maybe wait until the 9 p.m. showing to go. <laughs> get all zooted up. <laughs> you, uh, man, especially especially after that 90s movie version of it, that that was that was just so bizarre with Bob Hoskins. Yeah, De- Dennis Hopper is King Koopa. Uh, was I think Leguizamo was Luigi. Leguizamo, was just... yeah. I think you're right. Was Bob Hoskins in that film? I thought he was. Yeah, yeah, you, he yeah, was, he was yeah. Mario. Yeah, he was fresh okay. off of Roger Rabbit. Yep, I remember. Yep, one of the, um, aka Phil Collins. <laughs> they look a lot alike. So yeah, oh, no, yeah. I remember. Whoa, it was so I've bizarre. never thought of that. They really did. They really do. Yeah. Um, I think Robin Williams called it out. They look like they look like each other, but yeah, no, I remember when it first came out in the '90s, and I thought it was bizarre, and I was like, I'll pretend I didn't see that, and uh, I even had continuity complaints about that. Finally, when they put out Street Fighter, which is another topic for another day, uh, maybe on another program, I thought they got continuity correct, and that um, and Colonel and M Bison and Street Fighter, if you ever played that game, was played by the late Raul Julia. Uh, I think his maybe final, his last role. Yeah. His last role ever, actually, I think. And Bridget Wilson, who was uh, uh, the the teacher in Billy Madison, was uh, she was Cammy. Oh yeah, if I, I reckon. Almost got her mixed up with Mortal Kombat for for a second. I'm trying to think. But yeah, there was. Was it? That was. Yeah, no, I think it was Street Fighter. Yeah, <laughs> we pro- we're probably gonna have to issue a whole page of like corrections after this. Like, oh, is oh, this retractions. Googling this actor. Oh, it takes me back to the days. Yeah, we should set up a Wikipedia page of all the retractions, all the oh, angry, yeah. angry fan people on you know who, who try to say no, 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 no. All right, so I got a quiz for you here, Dave. Oh, please. All right, so <laughs> just the thing you wanted on Saturday morning. So this movie, uh, more than doubled up the next one, is now far and away the highest grossing video game movie of all time. Uh-huh. Uh, what was it? Right now, uh, I think we're at $912 million for Super Mario. Far uh-huh. and away the highest grossing uh, video game movie of all time. Uh-huh. Give me another one in give you the top 15 give me one other of the top 15 grossing video game movies of all time this list i i i'm not sure i would have gotten one of them nope um oh god no not zelda no uh i'm not right oh no no pokemon uh no they had that they have pokemon video game well, yeah, but the the uh, Pokemon the first movie comes in at number seventeen. Uh, okay. There is another Pokemon movie on here, the uh, Detective Pikachu. I think those with uh, oh, Ryan Reynolds voicing him. That's that's actually number three at four hundred thirty three million. So I'll give it to you. Yep. Man, these are the Warcraft movie is the second highest. Oh, person. World of Warcraft! Oh, and, God damn it! Uh, Ra- Rampage coming in at number four. I had no idea that movie oh. did well. The second Sonic the Hedgehog movies. 
It's ooh, this is this why, list is why do I why am I blocking out Sonic the Hedgehog for some reason? We just talked about Sega. I don't know. But there's there, there's a special type of Mandela effect going on with me today, folks. Sorry. <laughs> these these are not the greatest movies. <laughs> the the Angry Birds movie cracks the top ten. That shows you just how bad video game movies oh have been. Oh my god! Everybody had the Angry Birds haircut. Remember that? <laughs> I I do not. <laughs> no no no. That was a style about ten years ago. I think there was an Angry Birds haircut. Yeah. <laughs> I'm zero. I'm old. I have zero memory of that being a thing. It was oh, it was more with the younger generation, and we, we you know kids would come come by our you know family gatherings and they and they'd be like, Mister, do you have you know the do you like my Angry Birds haircut? And I'm like, Oh, actually oh, yeah, shaving cool. the bird into their head. Oh, well, no, okay. they're not carving it in. Uh, no, it's like they it's almost like Mister T, except with like they have the bird. Uh, the, I, I they have the it's it's they put it it's i don't know how to you'd have to look at an angry bird to to see how i gotta look it up right now to describe it it really is the angry bird haircut i'm gonna all i'm is, seeing is people who've shaved pictures of the angry birds characters into oh their my hair. god bird hair haircut sta- hairstyle oh me too oh they're doing the carving okay well then never mind oh my god these are some amazing pictures, though. I, oh I suggest I'm so, impressive I'm skill so, on the barber's part. I'm ashamed for every. I'm embarrassed for myself and everybody here that I stumbled upon these horrific images of. I mean, they're impressive, but I have a confession to make here on the frosted side. You will never see. Well, first off, I don't have any hair, so there goes something. Um, there's that, but I would never let my kid get something carved in their head. I don't know about you, Dave. Would you let your kid get an Angry Birds haircut carved in Absolutely. their head? Absolutely. Absolutely. What? I remember, be, I remember no, being a kid and wanting Dave. stuff like that. Hair you grows out. That? It's not a tattoo or whatever. No, no, I never actually did that. But I remember wanting, like, fun things in my hair. Who cares? Whatever. It's a child. Let, let, let them do a fun thing like but isn't that. that but isn't the child going to grow up to, uh, uh, to be engaging gang activity if they get one of those carvings on the side, which is what we were told back in, oh, yeah. that, back in the day from teachers and parents? Oh, and just watch out if they want to get an earring. Uh-oh. <laughs> become a pirate. Oh, <laughs> Ironically, we were singing sea shanty songs yesterday. One of our kids we work with, he's into sea shanty songs, which is apparently big on TikTok. I've heard this, yeah, as of a while ago. But yeah. I, I guess I don't but think I really know any. I, I, I don't know any, but uh, the social worker we work with is a um, he's a huge Star Trek fan, so he, he, you know that 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 shit he enjoyed. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I never will do. I will. Ne- I don't know if I'd let. I mean, maybe I would. Maybe I would. I mean, I, I think it just looks dumb. I mean, some people say it looks cool. I think it looks kind of weird and silly for me, yeah, from my standpoint. Look, I mean, I know cool it's hair, but yeah. hair is not to be played with. It's supposed to be cherished. Yeah, let, let, let your kid be themselves. Yeah, that's true. Eh, who knows what they'll have next. And they can they can get tattoos. They're, actually, you know what? It's funny. Uh when when you watch Nickelodeon as a kid, do you remember a show called My Brother and Me? Yeah, I was a little old for it, but uh, yeah, I do remember it. Okay, 
it was one of the first um, popular African-American shows uh, with an African-American family on Nickelodeon. It only ran for 13 episodes, but uh, there was an episode where the younger brother, Didi, uh, Alfie and Didi, they, uh, Didi wanted to have a carving of La La Land in his hair, so he tried to do it himself, and he just, it was almost like a smash cake. It, it, the, the letters were everywhere because he let um, uh, one of the friends, Goo, uh, put the carvings in his hair and yeah. he had all the la la all over and the mother made him shave his head because it just looked absolutely ridiculous and he wanted to run away because he was so angry that he made his mom pissed off and then Dee Dee's uh, father came by and started talking about cornrows and how his grandparents had a fit that the, the, that they yeah. tried to uh, put their um their hair in, in, in rows and shit like that i mean every generation ha- complains about hair that we don't understand but you're right you're probably right i i, I mean i just hair i bleached my, my hair, hair when i went to a concert when i was 17 went home to show my mother like the ridiculous hair i bleached and she literally cried and said you don't look like my son anymore so yeah she did not every generation, did she? she did she was just but like, not like you're not my son anymore. Upset, and so much as like I look different, and it made her cry. <laughs> my mom told me once, um, and hopefully my mom's not listening. And she was nine. We had a kid. He came um, with a Z for Zorro in the back of his head at our school, at our elementary school. And yeah. I'm not even joking. The 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 school district sent out letters about this type of <laughs> hairstyle going on in the Westford oh, school man. district. I'm not even joking. And my mom sat me down. She, uh, she said, okay, Dave, uh, if you see kids like that, what are you going to do? Walk away. That's right. And tell an adult because, you know, you know, some of these kids, they, you know, they end up in gangs. <laughs> and then wow. one of her, yeah. uh, one of her, all those gangs in Westford, <laughs> all those. Yeah. Right. All those gangs going to Kimball farms, you know, you know, going on world star and shit. Oh man. I, I... I kind of forgot about Kimball Farms. I like that place. Oh, I try to avoid that place as much as humanly possible in the summertime. First oh, off, totally there's nothing like there for me except miniature golf. And second, there's usually a concert um, from some one-off classic rock band. I think Black Oak, Arkansas played there one year, and there was like maybe 30 people. And now they can get <laughs> the guys from Crazy Town to play Kimball Farms. But the guys in Crazy Town need to be less crazy. And toxic. Oh, <laughs> just like Sid and Nancy. <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to work out a but- butterfly joke here, but like, uh, why do I know oh the title of How- more than one Crazy Town song? <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! That was that. I I want to laugh at that video for um the the video of the Shifty and the other guy from Crazy Town fighting, but. That's just that's just sad. That really yeah. is. Not that that band was going to have a a Bob Dylan, Kurt Cobain type career where they were going to be revered for their <laughs> music, but still, it, it does make you sad to just see humans end up like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the place that they were playing, it looked like somebody's backyard, <laughs> and those fifteen people there that were dancing—that's probably the most fun they ever had in, oh, the, yeah. in their Absolutely. lives. Has to be has to be probably cost five cents to get into that show which is a lot for them <laughs> oh 
There I uh, go. Ragging on I the should prob- <laughs> I should probably wrap at some point soon. I think the family's on their way back oh, from good. the Oh, good. You don't need another Oh my god, I just recognized what your shirt is. Dave, Dave, we gotta talk about this shirt. That's awesome. Great Woods? Yeah, I still... Dave's wearing a uh, Great Woods shirt, which, uh, for those unfamiliar, is an outdoor performing arts venue. I don't know what you'd call those those style things. Xfinity Center. The the lawn with, like, seething up front type venue. I feel like every state's got something like that. I still call it Great Woods. The name's changed so many times. and I I think there are about a dozen Xfinity Centers across the country. Yeah. Well, we used to, yeah, no, we, a lot of the old timers, I I actually, this is a real shirt because for people that uh, have been listening to the podcast, uh, they know that I do a lot of odd jobs. And one of the jobs I do during the summer is I'm on the union list for International Alliance of Theater and Stage Employees, uh, Local 11. So I have a lot of time. Even though I'm on the D list, which is kind of the low end, I have a lot of time in the summer to work shows, load in, load out. Uh, it's it's uncomfortable. It's painful sometimes, but I love it. And uh, at the end of the night, they give us uh, our, our union ha- uh, stewards. They, they'll give us sometimes shirts. And one of the shirts they gave me one night was the actual legitimate crew. If you can see right here, Dave Linkwist, it says crew. Oh, yeah. Greenwood. Oh, that's great. Yeah, this is this is the real deal. This is the real shirt. This isn't not not putting down people that go on tpublic.com to guy to get shirts that say Great Woods. But I'm put I'm or the frosted about, side or the frosted side <laughs> and frosted side merch at tpublic.com slash frosted side. We put our mug on your mug. That rhymes. <laughs> that rhymes. I like it. Ooh. Anyway, but no, this is this is a, this is real. This is real cotton polyester blend. This is real. It says C R E W crew. That's so, awesome. Yeah, I wear it with pride, and I wear it wherever I go. And um, ironically, I just a couple days ago, the district I work in, because I'm also union, I'm a union paraprofessional. I got uh, the hashtag for our 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 district uh, that says heart strong. I'm not going to tell you the district I work at, but if you recognize the shirt, uh, you can figure it out. You can figure out which uh, city I work in. But it says H E A strong, so heart strong, hashtag. But uh, yeah, no, I'm proud of what I've been able to do this year personally. I, I know awesome. this is, you know, it's been a while since we've done this. So I'm always grateful that we too do long. this with you, Dave. I really am. Me too. And no, uh, I love this. And we've been doing. I know we always say let's try and make it more often. We really should. Well, we'll have more time hopefully this summer, and hopefully, Dave, we can uh, all do this in person. Yeah, I've got that uh, box of uh, Marcus Smart cereal sitting on top of my fridge. We need to we need uh, to try at some that. Point soon. I'll try that. It'll go. It'll it'll go for value. You know, if the if they can somehow. I'm not going to make any bold predictions about the NBA or the or the playoffs anymore. I have my predictions, but I'm going to keep them to myself because I don't want to look back at this and 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 laugh and <laughs> take the walk of shame. I do enough of oh, that in my daily life. Uh, all right uh, well thanks dave this was fun i will good to see you way too long doing this great to see you man man. thank you so much man i hope you feel better i really do oh thank you yeah sorry (laughs) forgive the nasal voice everybody it's it's really like "Eh." 
Rob, you, uh, and to my friend Rob down at Brood Awakening, 61 Market Street, give a free plug to Andy. Uh, I appreciate you coming by and showing me around uh, uh, the Boston music scene again. It was great to get out last night, and we'll check out what's going on at the Town and City Festival right now. I promote it, but by the time we put this out, it will be long gone. So, uh, but Next year. Yeah, next year. Well, well, support, in the meantime, support your own music scene. Maybe start your own music festival. It's pretty easy. And if you need somebody to help you, call somebody else. Because I, I don't know <laughs> shit about running was, a music festival. I saw your eyes go, wait, wait I'm not going to volunteer. <laughs> no, 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 no. Dave Linquist, you want uh, to promote tpublic.com? Yeah. A little bit, uh, one just, more time? Yeah, just hunt down the Frosted Scythe on there. It's not just t-shirts. Uh, They'll stick our logo uh, on almost absolutely anything. Uh, works really well on the notebook, I've noticed. We've got a few stickers on there. And, uh, yeah, a mug. I was actually thinking of doing the mug. I kind of like a frosted side mug. Maybe you can eat cereal out of it or something. I, I haven't sure. picked one of those up in a while. I, I might add a little more to the collection. And uh, be careful with the T-shirts on there. Um, maybe don't run them through the dryer. I've noticed, I don't know about yours, Dave, but the front of mine's starting to oh, fade. Oh, it's gone. It's yeah, it's how it's, long we've it's had them. faded. It has faded. So, you know, it ha it's all about the settings. I don't know which one. Yeah, apparently I don't either. So. Uh, it's all right. Um, maybe uh, a Nick Casual. That's what I do. Nick Casual or or low put it on low not not high cotton high that might have something to do with it Alrighty. all right well thanks everybody we appreciate all right, Dave it Dave Linquist, you out for dave Linquist. i'm dave morrison have a good rest of the week we'll see you next time across the side take care Bye.